Hey, welcome back again. As we uh, last week, uh, we had a great conversation with Mike Hay in Adelaide, and um, uh, we're sitting here again at a, a continuation of that conversation. And I hope that you're going to be blessed today as we uh, unpack uh, some of the what makes Mike Hay uh, tick. <laughs> Mike, welcome again to the podcast. Thank you. And. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to this next part of the conversation. We're going to uh, look at two scriptures together, um, and uh, then we'll finish off with the BLESS acronym um, that uh, you can share with. But uh, as we sh- just quickly discuss what makes Mike Hay tick, um, we talked about the Lord's Prayer the Be- and the Beatitudes. And I just want to uh, read the Lord's Prayer to us as a beginning point for this podcast Luke 11, uh, verse 1 to 4. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. and Forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. Mike, unpack that for us and how that relates to your life. So that one follower of Jesus had asked him, teach us, that's all of us here, so he's representing all the followers, to pray. And he didn't say, Master, teach us to heal, he watched Jesus heal. He, they watched Jesus cast out demons. They watched Jesus share these great stories about the kingdom. Uh, they saw so much. They said, "Teach us to pray." They watched him pray in their midst joyfully. Father, in the power of the Holy Spirit, just in the chapter before. So there's something about prayer that was key to everything. So then for me, prayer, maybe three T's, that just comes to my mind now, it's actually turning to God, trusting Him, and walking into His transformational journey for us. As simple as that. And I was one day doing that. I have a regular habit of an hour prayer. I used to walk in Cobbler Creek. It's a bit wet today, can't do it today. One day I'm walking and I'm reflecting on Matthew 6, uh, this is how you should pray. And the Beatitudes came to mind. And I began to just see those two along. I thought, wow, this is not just a pray to pray to pray, and these are not just principles to follow, but this is the life of Jesus. Yeah. And how do I catch that? And as I began to pray into that, I, I got this picture. Of course, prayer connects me with eternity, our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's eternity. Give us today our daily bread. That's today. Forgive us our debts as we forget. Give our debtors. That's the past. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's the future. That's everything. So I better slow down and pay attention. And then as I was in that park, and I do it now every day, our Father in heaven, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Prayer is a place where I've got nothing, I'm helpless, and I don't know. But I've turned 
and my way of doing it for Jesus to say, Jesus, I'm here in your life. I want to know Father. Father in heaven, resources of heaven. Hallowed be your name. As soon as I pray that, blessed are those who mourn, they shall be comforted. Your name's not been hallowed in much of my life, much of the world today. Baba, just turning towards your name be hallowed. Thirdly, uh, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's going to use the meek, not He's going to use people like us who feel the, our own weakness, but discover his strength in prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. And then I, I think, well, my daily bread, that's my physical need. That's my intellectual need. That's my emotional need. That's my social need. That's my vocational need. That's my spiritual need. But that's not just me. That's the person in front of me and the people around me. Uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness in every area of life. They shall be filled. Give us this day our daily bread. And then lead us. No, and then forgive us. Forgive us our debt, our sin, our trespasses, as we forgive those who sin against us. That's the heart of the whole relationship with God, the cross. Forgiveness. And where does it start? Blessed are the merciful, they shall receive mercy. That we've encountered the mercy of God. It assumes that we've understood God's work of grace in our lives. So able to pass that grace in love to others. And then we pray, lead us not into temptation. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. But deliver us from evil. And this for me is key. Um, Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons of God. So there's the peacemaker following Jesus. And as you walk that peace, you're pushing back evil. You're bringing the presence of Jesus, and he's the peace. And that's about relationships, sons of God. And then, of course, if you go back to the Beatitudes, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, So, because we feel the weight of the world around us. But theirs is the kingdom of heaven that takes me right back to that sonship relationship our Father in heaven. And now I'm on a journey. Blessed are the peacemakers. They're the sons of God. They have wisdom from above in prayer, James chapter 3. So seeds of peace to reap a harvest of righteousness. So now I've moved from my walk in prayer to my bliss as I go out on a journey of life. And by the way, I build that, my life acronym I'm full of acronyms, but my life acronym is walk. Walk with Jesus, walk with the people of God, walk in society to be the presence of Jesus. But I, in walk and, and in this prayer that I pray every day, and it's not a ritual, it's a life. It's the life of the Son in us before the Father, uh, bringing out all the rubbish in us. We've got to cleanse all that out, but keep coming back to what he's already given us. And so it starts with waiting in his presence Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. It moves on to aligning with his purpose. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It it moves on to being recipients of his love. Give us this day our daily breath and also to give us of his love. Forgive us as we forgive. And it moves on in knowing him as our shepherd. As we go through, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
That's about hearing the voice of Jesus, being known by him, and then following him. And then we become people of blessing, the peacemakers. Well, uh, the Beatitudes, uh, he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And you just made those two scriptures uh, meshed in together of the Lord's Prayer and the Beatitudes. So the word that maybe is for today is connect. Everything that Jesus is connects everything that God is, Father, Son, and Spirit. And maybe here's a new approach, a different approach, a multi-dimensional approach to a discovery Bible study you might do. Hmm. You ask God to give you two scriptures, and he's two scriptures that are clearly connected and aligned because it comes from the heart of Jesus. Hmm. And to slow down, maybe just read it two or three times. Get one to read one, another to read the other. Maybe don't even do what I did, go through the whole thing all at once. Mm -hmm. Just take the first line of the prayer Mm. in a Bible study, Our Father in heaven, Mm. blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Stop there. Spend the week there. Next week. Hallowed be your name. Blessed are those who mourn. They shall be comforted. Just stop there. Take the week there. Connected. And we often are not connected. We pray the Lord's Prayer, even do the Discovery Bible study. But have we connected with the Holy Spirit? And it's interesting at the, the passage in Luke 11, in verses 13 or 14, how much more the Father will give the Holy Spirit, those who ask. It's about the good gift of God himself with us. Yeah. As we open the word. And Psalm 119, verse 103. You know, this word is, is like honey, it's sweeter than, than the taste of honey in the mouth. Mm. How to see that life of the word come afresh if we don't slow down? Maybe looking at how does this word connect with me and to us? And what is Jesus saying here? Wonderful, Mike, wonderful. And as we start to look at the foundation of a disciple maker, it's this idea of abiding in God and this idea that the Lord's Prayer provides for us a rich texture, a rich framework to engage with God. And uh, I wonder how many of us have almost bypassed the Lord's Prayer because of the ritualistic nature of it in churches or we, we, we've said it so many times, uh, we, we, we haven't slowed down. To really, to really uh, enjoy the richness of that, um, and that's what I'm hearing from you, Mike. As you uh, here, we have a, a, a practitioner, a harvest practitioner, a multiplier, someone who's pouring into others, and in many, the idea of slowing down enough to abide in God, and the richness of prayer 
that's 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 there. The reality of connection with God uh, is a beautiful thing. Uh, a book I read some time ago, and I keep coming back to, by Steve Smith, who is a practitioner in Southeast Asia, and it's I think it was the last book he wrote, and I think he wanted to write something before he died. It was deposited, uh, and again, it's built around an acronym. Uh, which really, in a sense, brings you back to prayer. And that was swap, surrender, everything to God. It's a place of prayer. I'm, I don't have anything, Lord. Wait, the awakening is holy presence. Avoid all sin. And then perceive the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Again, he said if he had anything to give, it's about being connected with God. Yes. Because it, we're in his life and, and he is in us. Mm. So you surrender completely to him. It's Romans 12. You wait in his presence. Be silent. I'm listening, Lord. Holy. You then are aware of stuff that needs to be confessed. Yeah. You radically turn from that and focus on him. Yeah. And then you perceive, Holy Spirit, I'm following your prompting. I don't want to walk ahead of the Father's agenda. I want to walk in step with the Spirit in the life of Jesus. Yeah. It brings heart and life. It, it's, mm. of course, strategy. And I talk about, you know, people talk about, leaders talk about, maybe this is not for this podcast, but I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> leaders talk about um, that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Mm. Have you heard that? Oh, yes. Peter Drucker. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Mm. Uh, I, and I think there is a culture that must eat everything for breakfast. Yeah. And that's kingdom culture. Yes. And where do you find it? Just start in the Lord's Prayer. Mm. And then you start, I begin this day as Father, family, I'm part of family. Mm-hmm. Everything today is about people. Have our, our Father, it's family. So first thought in my mind, I belong, I'm part, I'm connected mm. with family. That's got to eat any strategy for breakfast. Mm. That it's about relationship. Uh, your kingdom come, your will be done. Whatever plans I have, Lord, they're meaningless unless they're aligned with and a part of what you already have in place for us. And that I just got to steward the grace that you've given to me to be a part of that. So there's a culture that must eat our human strategies for yeah. breakfast. The culture of the kingdom of God. God, yeah. yeah. Culture of sonship. Of sonship, yeah. Yeah, the culture yeah. of knowing him as father. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Sons and daughters, sonship, all in the son. Mm-hmm. Knowing the father. Mm. True leadership flowing out of that because it's flowing out of the life of Christ. Who then, because of that strength of identity as sons and daughters, you know how to serve. Mm. You can become a shepherd. You have soldier discipline. But you're also a steward of your time and resources for God. That's amazing. That's right. out of prayer. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So for for the listener, you, uh, I I sat down and said, "Who is Mike Hay? What makes him tick?" And uh, he, he Mike said, "The Lord's Prayer and the Beatitudes woven together uh, defines who Mike Hay is." And that's that's a very rich reflection, Mike. Thank you. But you also said, "Bless, bless." The acronym of bless is also a rich part of your life. Why don't you draw us into that, um, the, the word bless and how, how that applies in your life? 
Of course, many have used that acronym. And yes. You've got like Michael Frost and others who use bells and other kind of acronyms. But this is something that's personal for me and it flows out of, you know, if we abide in prayer, so we are now walking the presence of Jesus everywhere. So that means wherever I am, together with somebody else who's also walking with Jesus, always about our Father. So the bless is about, number one, be, be the presence of Jesus. Mm. It starts with your prayer life. Mm. And the more you pray into him, prayer is not something you just do, it's relationship, it's communication, it's turning from, trusting and being transformed, all that that I said earlier. So be the presence. So we are here, we walk outside this room, we will be the presence of Jesus. His aroma is all around us. We may not even feel that but he'll show that. And I could tell many stories about that. Well, I didn't feel it, but God was there. Mm. And I was sort. So be the present, be. Secondly, you love God. God loves you. So listen to the person in front of you. Mm. A friend of mine said it. 99% of their gospel witness is listening. Yeah. Really paying attention to the other person. Really hearing the story. Which is really different to a a methodology where we're trying to bring across four spiritual laws, not trying to denigrate four spiritual laws, but we have an agenda that you must listen to me. You're flipping that on That's right. Flipping, we've got to flip it, because even, I don't, I'm four spiritual laws, and the three circles, which is a popular one today, all are little windows, they can be a window and helpful in our background, but it's all about the person in front of you that God loves. Mm. And have I listened to his story in their life? Because whatever brokenness they have, his story is still there in their life. Mm. I've got to catch that. So bless, be the present. Listen, B-L-E. Enjoy building a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Luke 10, eat with them. Mm-hmm. Take the time. Get to know them. They get to know you. Walk alongside Enjoy the relationship, laugh together, go and have a drink together, you know, be whatever, you know, fun together, just be, enjoy, enjoy. I use the word enjoy rather than eat, because good food is about enjoying the presence of other people, and you've learned to relax together. Mm -hmm. So it's a relaxed space, be present, listen, enjoy, then if you're doing that, you see that God is already at work. It's not about you. It's about the kingdom. It's about Jesus. You begin to get indicators that, wow, God, you've already worked in this person's life. And you've brought me alongside this person and their friends at this time. Because you want to show them something that, that you've given to me. And I'm just going to steward that well. So you want to see that God's already at work. So that's the S, first S. And the second S is just show Jesus. And show Jesus is where you want to be intentional. It's the showing of Jesus. You may speak. Would you like to learn about Jesus? Yeah. He's the most important person in my life. You may say that. Show Jesus. Can I pray for you? They might say yes or no. Show Jesus. Is there some way I can help you in that particular situation? Or I'd like to help you in that situation. Or can I speak a blessing in your life? And they'll turn around and say, what do you mean by that, Mike? I say, blessing, think of the goodness of God. God is good. The world's in a mess. 
But when we speak that goodness to one another, it's changing something in our heart. You're speaking his favor, his grace. You're speaking his abundance, all that he wants to bring. You're also speaking some protection for your future. Would you like to receive that? Yes, please. Let's do it. So be the presence. Be the presence. Listen to the person in front of you. Enjoy, which is uh, a parallel to the eat, but it's the rich dimension of human relationship of this person in front of me is made in the image of God and how uh, S is to see see what God is doing. God is already at work. See where God is working. Because you're part of something much bigger Mm. and it's already at work in that person's life in front of you. And the last one is to share Jesus. Share Jesus, show Jesus, speak Jesus, whatever you want to do. It's intentional. So, so you're not talking about just you know turning up and being a nice person. You're incredibly intentional in all of that. Okay. Yeah. In our last podcast, you say you said this: say what you do and do what you say. Give us some stories. Uh, how 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 does that look? Uh, ground it in the northern suburbs of Adelaide. Here we are in the the multicultural melting pot of our nation. Okay, a story, a simple story. Uh, around this theme. By the way, just a little summary of a bridge between the last one and this one is the word barbecue, BBQ. Yeah. If you caught the last one, abide is belonging. And then B is blessing. We just focused in on that today. So we had the belonging yesterday, the abiding and so forth, blessing. Uh, and uh, you're on a quest, Q, to make disciples. <laughs> you're brilliant. <laughs> So a quest to make disciples. So put the image of the barbecue in your mind, you know. You're the barbecue. <laughs> Got a good meat on, on, on that. They smell the aroma. You're on a quest for them to eat. So I'm walking across the road here. Uh, and I hear my name. Mm. And turn around, there's from Iran. Mm. He met me a few years ago. Mike. Oh, can we talk? Can we talk? I'm just going to meet somebody else. So I want to be a blessing, be present to him. So we go, we come here, we sat just over here in this place here, a nice little seat, and I was meeting my friend Barry from the Netherlands. We sat down, I said, Barry, do you mind if I include here? He's from Iran, a friend of mine from Iran. He said, yes, and Barry said, Mike, I've got an issue, I've got a text from my brother in, in Holland. And what did he say? He said, he said to me, he read it to me, Barry, I dreamt about Jesus and you last night. What do I do with that dream? I said, wow, Barry. That's amazing. So, and Barry, here's a thought that, you know, you want to bless your brother, you know, to be present to him. You want to now enjoy rebuilding a relationship with him. You can see now that God's already at work in your brother's life. Uh, you want to show Jesus to him? Yes. Go on whatever it is, Skype, Zoom, whatever. Open the Bible and invite your brother to bring a friend and read the Bible together. And they did that. Wow. So good. You've joined with us. He said, Isn't that good? He said, Mike, I told you, I'm meeting with another man and he's following Jesus. He said, Mike, I'm following Jesus when I'm struggling. Would you like me to meet together? I'd, I'd enjoy that. And we listened to him. He shared. So we were present with him. We listened and he had some issues he's going through. Would you like to join us? Yes. And then now every two weeks, meeting together with these two men. Lord's Prayer, seek the face of Jesus wow. and draw close. Great. Because we want to be that blessing to others. And so one of them say, I'm, I've got a problem now with these 
names now in terms of security, but we might have to work on that. But but one of these, the painter, he picks me up at the airport. We go for a walk down Prospect. And what are we doing? We're walking down Prospect Road in a place called Prospect, and we want to bless. We are in the presence of Jesus, so we're just thanking him. That's prayer. We're being his presence. We're Romans there. We are wanting to listen to someone. We want to enjoy building a relationship. We want to see what God is doing and show him. As we're walking, a friend of my friend, who's a Muslim, walks across the street. Oh, God, that's your man. You want us to bless him. So we get into his shop, we meet with him, and we have an opportunity to listen to him. As we listen, we saw that he, he's on the journey. Can I speak some words of blessing into you? He said, yes. So that's a step, little step, but a good step. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So bless is a, is a powerful acronym yeah. to, to just put in our heads. Uh, sometimes they say, I just don't know what to do. What should I do? Be the presence of God. And maybe go back to Abraham. God said, I will bless you. You will be a blessing. All nations will be blessed through you. So we have to live knowing we're designed to bless. Yeah. And that design is that Ephesians 2.10, we've all been given good works that we are before the foundation of the world created in us to do. And that's, that's blessing. Wonderful. As we come to the end of this podcast, Mike, I just wonder how you would then encourage the worker, the, those who are eager disciple makers, to take all that you've just shared from the Lord's Prayer, the Beatitudes, and the acronym of BLESS, and even a number of other acronyms you've thrown <laughs> in, <of> barbecue. <laughs> um, what do I do today? How do, what, what's the main encouragement and word that you'd like to leave us with? Maybe thank God in your home that you belong to the Father, you're loved totally. B, I'm using the BBQ acronym. Thank God you belong, and you belong with others. Phone a friend and just say thank you to Jesus together in that place of belonging in your homes. Do it on the phone. Take them an interrupted day and say, I just thank God for you. You belong to Jesus, and I've learned something through you about Jesus. Thank you. Make that kind of connection. Belong. Step outside of your door. Maybe have in your mind your Oikos map. And ask God, show me one name of a person you want me to bless today who doesn't yet know you. And ask your friend to do the same thing and commit to pray with one another. In that day, you're on a quest to meet that friend. You don't want to manipulate anything. You just want to be there. You meet your friend. You say, Father, what do you want me? I belong to you. What do you want me to say that will bless my friend today? Is it a question? Is it a statement? And you may want to try this blessing. It's powerful. You could say to your friend, can I pray for you? That's okay. He prays, he watches you pray. But you may look at your friend in the eye. He doesn't know Jesus. And say, friend, can I bless you in Jesus' name? What do you mean? Then you explain. And he says, yes. And you say quickly, oh, Lord, I'm desperate now. You say, give me words. Don't think of a big sermon. Don't think of a lot. You say, I just want to bless you today to know that you're loved and I appreciate you as a friend 
And I'm praying that you'll discover the way of Jesus in a wonderful way in this coming week. In Jesus' name, amen.